Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States, is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, selfish, selfish. You know, listen to the provocation. You know, listen to the provocation. Real people, real conversation. Real people, real conversation. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Okay. Guess we're back at it once again. On this uh, Christmas Eve, Monday night. Mm -hmm. Happy Christmas Eve to everybody out there. You know? Absolutely. Hope you're ready for the holiday tomorrow. Hope everybody's ready for Christmas. Hope all the Christmas shopping is done. You know? Mm hmm. But before we get started, y'all listening to the provocation, real people, real conversations. My name is Brian, I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And as always, I got my boy with me. I'm Ronald L. Felton, the father and son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to episode 75 in season two of The Provocation. Yes, indeed. And like we always say about this time, if you listen to live, we appreciate the love. If you listen to the archive, we appreciate that, too. Woo! It is December 24th, 2018. You got an echo going on in the background, man. You say I do? Yeah. Sound like a radio or something. Your mother must be... T- it must be... I must be need to get your mother to turn the TV down. That's all good. It's not, it's not on there no, no more. Okay, <laughs> December 24th, 2018. Hope everybody ready for Christmas tomorrow. I know I am. I am officially broke. And I don't want to spend no more money. That echo was bad, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm broke. I don't want to spend no more money. You know what I'm saying? Excited to see the kids' faces when they open up their gifts. Excited to see some of my own gifts, you know? Uh-huh. You know? All right. Uh, hope everybody gets some good food tomorrow. I know I'm ready to eat pretty much because come the first, I need to get back in the gym, man. Thanksgiving, I went crazy. Tomorrow, I'm about mm-hmm. to go crazy again. So I need mm-hmm. to get back in shape. It's being real. All right. I got I got one more year till I turn forty, man. I gotta be right. You know okay. Yeah. I got I gotta be right. You know. I feel mm-hmm. I feel good about two thousand nineteen. But okay. anyway, ain't much ain't much going on this side. A lot of crazy news in the world. We'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> oh, you know, r- real real quick. Uh, you know, you see the Giants lost again. Oh, oh yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I mean. You know, I love my team, man. I'm just, I'm tired of the up and down, man. Like, the way they came into the game, you would have thought it's about to be a blowout. Like, them, them boys ready to play. Indianapolis mm-hmm. is not ready. They went up 14-0 in, like, the first quarter. The Giants. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, well, we ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, score score again a little bit. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm still comfortable. And slowly but surely, right. see the defense is the defense is starting to let up. They're moving the ball up and down the field. They're catching wide open passes. I'm like, there we go. And then you end up losing by one damn point. Mm. It's an emotional roller coaster, man. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I try to calm myself down, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and get hyped or expecting to feel good after this game because I know what my Giants do, man, especially this year. Actually, no, it was worse last year. You know, at least we got to five this year, you know. Mm-hmm. But, and you know, it's, like, it's such a love-hate relationship with Eli, man, because the, the guy had a wonderful game, a wonderful game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then when you're going down the field, with a chance to at least get in field goal position to win the game. He throws a pass right down the middle of the field in double coverage. I'm like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Stop trying to get – if you can't get everything, just take whatever the defense gives you and then live to fight another place. Why go, why go for everything, man? I know there's times where you can do that, but you see the double coverage. And it ain't like Odell was playing. Mm. I don't know. So, it's like you forget how good his game was based on the one play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to calm down, though. But that's what's going on on my side, man. What's going on on your side? Well, let's see. Uh, Saturday night, your mother and I, we went to uh, – uh, we went to a Christmas party that the brothers were having uh, over there at our lodge house. And it was decorated very nice, very nice decorations and everything. And we had a good time, to be honest with you. We were there for about, boom, we went there about 6 o'clock. And I think we left. It was going on 11 o'clock. And, uh, but we had a very nice time. Enjoyed ourselves, plenty of food. As I was telling you earlier, man, they had they had uh, some chopped barbecue, man. You know, we had to bring some of that home, and uh, right, right. so I've been uh, nibbling on that from time to time, you know. Right. Yeah, but it was a it was a good evening of people just enjoying each other's company and everything, and just having a great time. That's good, man. Oh, yeah. By the way. Before, before I forget, I want to say happy birthday to my wife. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Oh. What is she, uh, 29? No. I'm, well, you ain't going to get me in that track. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I'm not saying her age online. You can forget that. Okay, okay. But uh, I know she had a good time this weekend. We got a chance to celebrate her birthday with a couple friends, good. and then she went out. A couple of times with some friends, so I'm glad she had a good birthday. Um, uh-huh. What I can say to her is that we we getting up there in age. <laughs> uh-huh. We getting up there. You know oh yeah. But I love her. Yeah. And uh, you know we got we got many more to go. So happy birthday once again to my wife Janelle. If you're listening. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, man, so look, a lot going on in the world. Um, you know, I ain't going to sit here and talk about the Giants forever because you know what it is this season. We ain't going nowhere, and them damn Cowboys got in the playoffs, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so now I got to hear that. I know they ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I got to hear that. We in the playoffs. We in the playoffs. I said no. Okay, man, I get it. I knew I was sitting home, shoot, six weeks ago. You know what I mean? I ain't mm-hmm. had no intention on going to the Super Bowl. You got to rub it in, but, you know, it is what it is. But. Right, yeah. But, yeah, they, they in there, we out, you know. I'll tell you what, man, Philadelphia seemed to have a savior in Nick Foles, though. It seemed like every time he yeah, get in yeah. towards the end of the season, 
he tend to pull them games off when they they still got a playoff shot right now. So they make it to the playoffs. They do. They do. You know, I, I'm curious to see what they do about that quarter, that quarterback situation. Yeah. You know? But so we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, man, a lot going on. So over the past week, apparently uh, there was some more resignations, resignations in the mm-hmm. Trump administration. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Mr. James Mattis was the next yep. to go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a chance to read it, but apparently he left a letter that uh, wasn't flattering at all for uh, for the current president. Yep. You know? No, it wasn't. No. So I don't know how I don't know how to feel about this because on one hand it's like who goes in there next? Okay. Right. And and do we do we really want a Trump clone in this position? Well, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you who's going in there from what I'm hearing today at least. Uh, the uh, the deputy the deputy uh, uh, secretary of defense is is taking over now. This this now he doesn't have the military experience and so forth, but he does have business experience. Uh, he's one of the uh, I think he's uh, he's a uh, uh, was like the president of Boeing or something. And oh uh, uh, yeah, former former president they, of Boeing or something. Yeah, and then also they noticed that uh, that Bowen, Bowen had gotten a lot of uh, defense contracts, I guess, during these uh, these two years and so forth. So, but their the concern is, uh, will this be a yes man uh, for Trump? Right. And uh, that's the big concern. And then you have the the special the special envoy. To I think Syria or uh, that was supposed to be overseeing the ISIS operation, and I think he resigned as well. Uh, right. You know because what Trump did, and this is this is the issue, man. I mean, you know, you just well, it doesn't matter what I said because you know the man going, he everything he does, anything of an official capacity. First of all. His, the bad move is that he tweets about it. He gets that right. feeling. Or, well, basically what's being said about this is that he had a phone conversation with the Turkish, uh, the Turkish, uh, I guess, President Erdogan. And right after that, he tweeted out that he's withdrawing uh, these troops from Syria. Now, what's bad about oh, it? Hell too, no! Oh yeah, yeah, that's that, that's definitely hell no. Because what it's doing now, you got the Kurds, who the, who the, who the United States is saying they were the ones that were actually doing the fighting. Our troops were there to offer support and to do maybe uh, you know to to fly and drop some bombs strategically and stuff like that, but. The Kurds was really leading the fight uh, against ISIS. And now, by us pulling out, you know, the people that they say were uh, ecstatic about it was uh, uh, the president of, uh, of Syria, Russia, Iran, and <clears throat> Turkey. Turkey, which is supposed to be um, somewhat of an ally. Uh, but they want to eliminate the Kurds, and that's this. This is just it's terrible. This is terrible because now you have uh, you have your allies who are now questioning uh, the commitment of the United States. Uh, they, they're questioning it, so that's that's, that's never good. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm for I'm for maybe not having a large footprint all over the world. However, when you go into these countries, well, ISIS got started when we came out of Iraq. Now we were supposed to been uh, 
based on the recommendations of the generals uh, was the reason that we drew out of Iraq. But then that created a vacuum and a vacuum that ISIS came in and occupied and so forth. And so you mean the move that Trump criticized Obama for doing when that happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so the same thing that he criticized Obama for, he's pretty much doing now, but definitely in a much more corrupt way. That's what we're saying right now. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that if you if you listen to when Obama was talking about withdrawing troops, right, and even when he was running the first time. And I think with McCain, they were saying basically, uh, based on uh, based on the recommendations of the generals who were on the field, because even though, say, like we went into Afghanistan and so forth, but we went in because that's where uh, they conducted the training to uh, for 9/11 and so forth. So you right. you go in there, you take care of them. So if you pull out, if you pull out altogether, do you allow the Taliban to come back and reestablish, you know, the same situation that they had before we went in there? So it's like once you get, it seems like once you get involved in these wars, there's like, there's no, like people want to know, well, where's the end game? But it doesn't appear. Right. That there is an end game because if you pull out, it's, it's like it's like it's like are you are you you taking preventive measures to prevent them from being able to do what they did during 9/11 and so forth. So to do that, then that means you got to keep some forces there to at least you want to train them so that they can stand on their own. But so far doesn't look like that's the case, man. Well, also, I think war is a business, too, for some people. So they're yeah, definitely trying yeah. to find a way to either balance it out on both sides or, or you know, to to make sure that it lasts for a certain amount of time so they can reap the benefits. So, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of arguments to that subject because yeah. I don't believe – now, you got people who support the president coming out saying, like um, – well, we want to bring our troops home and all this, making it seem as if, you know, they care so much about the troops that are over there that they want to bring them home now to their families. That's that's kind of the impression that they're trying to give off. But it's like if we have an objective, you went there to go do something, you went there to go help a group of people or, you know, or, you know, pr- protect people, then all of a sudden you're just going to pull out and leave them with nothing to not even to, to fend themselves? That's how we're going to leave it. That's what, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to finish the objective. Rather, we're going to make it worse. And that's, that's what happens when you have a person that makes these kinds of decisions on impulse without saying, talking to his general saying, look, how soon can we start to draw down our troops in these, in these different areas? And then yeah. it would be an orderly drawdown and so forth. You right. alert your you alert your allies to what you're doing and so forth. But uh, they're still, from what I'm hearing, there's still like thirty thousand ISIS, you know, troops uh, over there in in Syria and so forth. So it won't take now, long. Yeah, it, it's a tricky situation because you know you you figure. You gotta you gotta put some responsibilities on those countries as well. If you want a better sure, life and you sure. don't want these things going off, then you have to try harder to stop this from happening. So yeah, it's it's a tricky way to balance it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. and I and I understand your argument where personally I'm a peaceful guy. I feel like there are uh, always another way that you can you can resolve the issue rather than being war or even having to fight, throw hands or something like that. You can always you can always attempt to solve it another way. Because imagine if nobody did that, we'd be having fights every damn day. Because it's always mm-hmm. a disagreement. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, do, do we take these steps? 
you know, are we actually putting the work in to get these things done rather than throwing people out there to, to shoot at somebody else and, and, and risk their lives? You, you forget that they have a family as well. Their family loves them. They want to see them come mm-hmm. home all the time. And they mm-hmm. want to leave, see them leave, this, leave and come back. They want them to come back the same way they left without missing a ligament here or an arm missing, can't see, can't walk. This is crazy. So, yeah, they should come home, but we have, we have to do things the right way because we don't live by ourselves in this world, man. That's why we're supposed to be the beacon for humanity. We're supposed to present how we want the rest of the world to conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, like, a, like you said, it is, it is a complicated uh, discussion to have. Like, and, and, and I agree that um, for these for these people for like Assad Assad okay he's the, the president now he 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 bombed he and he used uh, he used uh, what do they call it chemical weapons against his own people you know right. and so forth and uh, so do you do you sit by but and allow someone to do that. I mean, it's a sovereign country, but do you allow people to uh, basically commit genocide against their own people and so forth? You yeah. know, and that's 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 the that's the part that we're trying to trying to tricky, strike man. a balance. Yeah, yeah, trying to strike a balance. It's, tri- it's tricky because you know this 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 is what you're faced with. It's like. Are we are we going in there just to kill everybody off who's a problem and then let these let these people basically have a, a democratic way of, of deciding who they want to put in place? Or are we are we siding with with let's say whatever the rebellion is and we're overthrowing these people and expect them to, just to adjust to this new way of life? Like you don't want to and I just care, you don't want to you don't want to change culture. But you also want them to conduct themselves um, with a little more humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to see like him bombing his own people with chemical weapons. That should never be done to anybody. You know, mm-hmm. uh, report r- reporters and journalists being killed because they have a different opinion from what the government is talking about. Like, you we, you can't have those type of things going on around the world because if you don't say something or do something about it, people are going to think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And now, now we're we're in an age where information is more accessible. You start to read about the different things that are taking place in the world, and it's like, well, shoot, they gave the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I, if, if I want to mm-hmm. do something, I just know where I know now where not to make the mistake. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know, man. We gotta um that that humanity thing. Is, is serious to me because if society loses itself, we're all in trouble. Well, basically, it's just like okay, we're supposed to be uh, in a civilized society. You had the time when the you know when early the early man and wars, constant wars. I mean, it was just. You know, they're barbaric, basically barbarians. Right. So, um, yeah, you just it's 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 a it's a it's a balancing thing that we have to look at. And where do you step in? Because then, if you look at if you look at if you look at any country that has a dictator. Now, now here's what I will say: this though, I will say this: um, if the people do not rise up against the type of that type of uh, dictatorship and stuff and and it ain't much we can do but then right. if the person is going and committing genocide against their own people is that where the rest of the world steps in and says you know this is not right and so forth you know right right but uh, I, think, I don't know. I think the people 
it's it's hard to say to our 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 soldiers or to the family members of the soldiers that go over to these countries and fight for something that the people themselves don't appear to be fighting for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where yeah, it's tricky, that's, man. Yeah, that's where it becomes kind of like you know really 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 tricky. And so forth. But what happens too, Ronnie, here's another thing too. Okay, so say you, okay, okay, use, let's use Iraq as an example. You go into Iraq, you topple Saddam Hussein, right? Right. Now, maybe to, to have kept Iraq in some type of order, maybe you could have worked with uh, the army that was standing in Iraq, okay, but then you don't you mm-hmm. want to try to avoid uh, like some type of a dictator type thing. But right. when you did that, you created this vacuum. So the most aggressive people, the most aggressive group, is going to be the ones uh, that's going to fill that vacuum. So say you got like uh, you have now Iraq. I think they were saying was mostly Shiite, Shiite right. Muslims. Then you got uh, the Sunni Muslims, which is what Saddam was. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So they were like the minority. The, the, the Sunnis were like the minority. But so right. once Saddam was toppled, then the Shiites said, okay, it's our turn now, you know, and we're going to take over, we're going to do our thing. And then that created... That created that space for ISIS. Right. There's no easy yeah. answers, man. It's not, man. But you need the reason these people are in these positions. They're they're there to try to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, like, yeah. People and trust I think, you. Yeah. People trust you to go there and make the right decisions, and. And do it in the in the most humane way that you can do it because that's that's what society is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Now that we understand there are situations where you know it's just necessary, we get it because it's there's a lot of places out there in the world that are just crazy. Bottom line, right, right. You know, I get it, but you get paid the money, you get put in these positions to figure these things out. That's the bottom line. So you ain't performing. At your highest potential, then why are you there? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it, it is tricky though, man. Because like I, I get, I can understand both sides of the argument. I'm just not, I'm not with all the aggression and hints of racism that comes with it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm willing to sit down and have, have a conversation and explain to me why you're so passionate. Then I can explain to you where I'm coming from. And maybe we can be somewhere in the middle, you know. And then, and then it's like, really, it's like, okay, you got Russia, which is like a communist country. You got the United States, which is saying, okay, we, we are like a democracy and stuff like that. So you got these competing forces. You got Russia, who wants to, you know, align the people with them. Then you got us. Right. Who wants to align the people with us so that basically what we're saying, if you if you're a democracy, let the people decide who they want to be their leader. What or let the people decide what type of government they want and so forth. Right. You know, but is it up? Now you can go in what I think what I'm getting at here, you can go in, okay, there's this it's like a a civil war going on. So you have Russia and then you have uh, the people on the other side who want, say, a democratic-style government. So you go in there, the United States goes in there to offer their assistance and to help out so that you don't want Russia to be the uh, in there and you don't challenge them. And then... Right. They create, uh, they create like a, a, an ally with with uh, Assad. So, uh, Assad. That's how Russia came to his aid. 
because, yeah. you know, they wanted to come to the aid of Assad and so forth. And now it's just like, it's just, this is a mess, man. It's just like, it's like people are not content with just running their own country. Like Russia wants to expand and stuff like yeah. that. I don't, I, do we want to expand? Do the United States want to expand? I don't think we want to expand, but we we can't go in and expect other people to always to adopt to our style of government. They may not, you know, mm-hmm. the people have got to speak up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that, um, you know, you know it, it's probably getting to a point where it's like how, how many how many people can you? Because I mean, immigration is an issue. I understand why this is such a, a big issue, to everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. at, at some point, you got to say, well, how many people can you actually accept? You know what I mean? Like, you know, do we have the resources? Is there, are there enough places to live? Like, are you going to keep building different developments? What happens with the natural, you know, forests that that are around? Like, you know, I look around my neighborhood. Trees are disappearing all the time because they're building new houses everywhere. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I understand why they have this conversation. I mean, you know, and the population is only going to increase as the years go by. Mm-hmm. So you know, other countries have got to. They, you have these places. These places have to be places where people can live, so they feel comfortable staying. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. That those countries have to do their part in order to make it a place where people want to live because that also benefits them in the long run. Sure, sure. You know, but, but uh, they, it's all about it's all about the immediate. It's the immediate, the the instant gratification um, of the little bit of money you get versus looking at the long term benefits. You so. know what it, what it comes down to. The bottom line, you have employers that are looking for slave labor. Mm. That's the bottom line because, okay, first of all, let's look at, and I go back to, go back to the migrant worker. Okay, you need somebody to come over here to pick these crops because, you know, before you had the slaves doing it in, you know, in the South and maybe people might have did it for a while, but people wanted, they wanted better for their children. So they started right. going north looking for better jobs and things of that nature and so forth. And uh, so now they were, they were uh, they, they, uh, the farmers were having a difficult time getting people to pick their crops. So you got these migrants that would come over. And that's what started it. But then as the migrants came over, people started seeing, employers started seeing, hey, these people can do other things than just pick crops too. You got like right. you look at people that uh that do roofing work, stuff like that. Uh and if you if somebody's gonna quote you a price, say if you got all American workers, you gotta pay them a decent wage, you know, and so forth, and so that's gonna be passed on to who? It's gonna be passed on to the consumer, to the customer. Right. So uh so so there you go. So then you you get in a bid, you you're looking at doing some roof work. And you got someone telling you, uh, I could do this roof for like ten thousand dollars. Then you got someone else telling you, I could do it for five thousand. Which one you gonna go with? Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what happens, man, is that the employers created this whole issue because they were looking and, and not only that, Ryan, then you got to, Nasdaq got to the point where, okay, they get these people who will work for less, but now they're not, they're not changed. Like, if, if you're out there, uh, if you're out there uh, saying that you could do this roof for 10000 then you may not change saying that you could do it for 10000 You got people that are working for you that you're paying less. Right. So what does that mean? That means you're increasing your profits, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's 
See, this whole thing, man, I think, I think, I think one of the ways, this is just one of the ways that you could control uh, the uh, immigration is when employers hire immigrants and they don't have uh, Social Security, but they get a tax ID number. And so, because mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, the IRS has got to be able to collect taxes. So even though they're paying taxes, which they don't get the benefit of because they don't have a social security number. Right. You see, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you got people working, paying into the system, but are not able to reap the benefits of the system at retirement age because they don't have a social security number. They worked all these years. Right. Paid into Social Security, but they can't because they're illegal. They cannot. They cannot receive the benefits of that. Yeah, it's um, that's a tough situation. So I'm glad we got into that though, because you know apparently uh, the government shut down just because we can't get this stupid wall that this president. Oh has. hell no. Hmm. Which is, I mean, I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, okay. Once I hate the argument where they keep saying that Democrats. And then, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying here. I keep. I know I repeat this. Maybe you don't listen to the show all the time, but if you're listening now, I am not on the Democratic bandwagon. I'm an independent. Okay. But at the current time, that's what I need to rely on. And I hate the argument that they say that Democrats want open borders because that is not the truth. You know, we everybody wants border security. But you mean to tell me we could spend five billion dollars on a physical wall that ain't gonna do nothing when you still got a bunch of homeless people on the street and lots of infrastructure that needs to be done around the country. We want we wanna spend five five billion dollars on a wall. And it's hmm. like, you know what, with this damn with this deficit, right? And, and how they keep saying they don't have enough money for this, this and that. For them to just be able to pull out $5 billion, where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. How, you just toss, how you just toss around figures like that? Oh, no. I want $5 billion. What? If I went to mm-hmm. you and was like, hey, hey, Pop, hey, Pop, can I borrow some money? He was like, yeah, how much? I'm like, eh, I'm looking at like maybe $5 billion. You probably would start <laughs> laughing right then and there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, you just throw around figures like that. And my thing is like this. You complain about, you know, um, these entitlement programs. They're so heavy on the budget, blah, 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 this and that. Where, you got $5 billion. Where did that come from? If it's such a See, struggle, it's no reason you should have $5 billion. You know, and the thing is, like they said, I mean, even there was even a, a Republican. I think his name was, his last name was Heard. I forget what state he was from, but he was saying he was former. He's former CIA, so he's saying basically, right. you know, the, the wall thing. They listening to him. He said that's not happening. And if you take, if you if you look at the the poll of the majority of Americans are not for a wall, especially now, especially when you ran a campaign and you campaigned. And you said what? You said you're going to build this wall, and you said what? And Mexico, Mexico was going to pay for the wall. So, right. see, here's the thing. Trump, the people allow Trump to make these types of promises. And I know sometimes politicians, they go say things, and it doesn't actually come out the way that they say because now – you went from, from campaigning to now you have to govern. So, but you made a point of it. You would ask the people at those rallies, and who's going to pay for it? Mexico. Now, it's, right. it's now it seems like he could just change that. Now he wants us to pay for the wall. Right. And, and we're not supposed to question that. No, you're not supposed to question that. And so I think I think right now 
if there's a fight to be had, and, and I'm believe me, uh, I used to work for the government. I I don't think it's right that people uh, that they should shut down the government. But I think if, if if the Democrats are going to make a stand, now is the time to make that stand because I mean a lot of people ran on this that they were not going to pay for no wall and stuff like that. Now there's there's types of things that you can do. You can you can uh, with the drones and with uh, some type of fencing. And, and now he's kind of like changing it a bit. You could call it uh, a fence or or metal slates and stuff like that. So, but now, see, he came out and said he wants five billion dollars. So, okay. right now, in my opinion, in my estimate, the Democrats have the upper hand because the closer it gets to January the third, when Nancy Pelosi becomes the Speaker of the House. If any deal is going to be struck, they had better strike it before she becomes the Speaker. Right. Because now, now do you, now they was talking about, there was, they now they said there was a, a point at one time where they, where I guess the Democrats did consider and they never, uh, uh, Paul Ryan never brought it to a vote. But I think it was where they wanted to, they wanted to take care of the dreamers, right? The kids who were brought here right. by their parents and so forth. And they, I think they was going to trade off the dreamers and maybe give them five or five or plus million, billion, five or plus million. But right. uh, that they never, they, uh, Ryan never. Never brought it to the floor. Hey, look, I'm going to keep it real simple, Paul, right? Where is the infrastructure bill? Okay. Where is that at? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where, where is that at? That's, that's, this is how you know it's, it's BS on both sides, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they both can agree that we need some infrastructure around this country. We need an infrastructure bill, right? We need maybe a possible different form of transportation. It's about that time. We move, this is 2008. We're going to 2019. Right? We're supposed, are we supposed to be the most innovative country in the world? I mean, what's up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see... Now, this is my thing, okay? Let's just say from the Republican side. You know, you got a BS president right now. Simple, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to him and say, listen, just so we can calm the country down a little bit, let's do something positive that I know both you and the other side agrees with. Let's do an infrastructure bill. Let's just get that out the way. That's a simple win. Because everybody agrees that, that we, need to, we need to get that done. Yeah. But this is how you know. They don't, give a, they don't give a damn about what the people think at this point in time. Okay? The people want better health care. Um, they want higher paying jobs because minimum wage still being seven dollars and twenty five cents is ridiculous. I know it's different in a lot of different places, but come on, man, who 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 can live off of seven dollars twenty five cents? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want better. We want better education. So those three things, every American can agree that it needs to get better in this country. And instead of focusing on that, I want five billion dollars so I can build a physical wall on the southern border. That's it. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Mm-hmm. Think about for the ladies and, out there, right? For, yeah. for the ladies out there. You, know, you have a, you and your man, you have a baby, right? Mm-hmm. He may have been a wild he may have been a wild boy before the baby came along, you know, going out partying and stuff like that, right? But now mm-hmm. that there's a baby involved, you expect him to realize his responsibilities. So he has to change his ways. Yep. We can't, we can't expect the same thing from the country. <laughs> we the people, we the people pay the taxes that keeps the government running. Is it not your responsibility to make my life better? Mm-hmm. Or at least make it easier on me. Make the simple mm-hmm. things easier on me. The, the things that I pay for, education, um, 
infrastructure to get built, infrastructure to be maintained, all the things that I pay for out of my taxpayer dollars. And instead, you want to drop $5 billion on the wall when you got these other priorities. That's what frustrates yeah. me, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, there was by there is bipartisan support for infrastructure. They say that would have been a success. That could have been a success that he could have touted. Like even there's a success that he already stepped all over with his insistence upon having this wall. And that's the crime bill that was uh supported by the Senate and I think and the House and so forth. You know? But that that got right. stepped all over because of his uh insistence on this here wall thing. And another thing, Ron, just to point something out to you. You remember when Nancy and Chuck was in the White House and, and they had that and he said that uh, I will take the blame for it, right? Right. For the shutdown. And, and Nancy right. said to him that he didn't have he didn't have the votes within the House to get uh, the bill. Now he was arguing. He said, "Yes, I did. I just have problems in the Senate." You know what? I guarantee you, Paul Ryan went there, he met with him, and he met with the Freedom Caucus, and they they joined in. And passed that bill for five billion dollars. Now let me tell you what's happening there. Now, a lot of people ain't see this, but think about it. Think about all the Republicans that lost their seats in Congress. Okay, they right. lost it, so they're leaving. They're leaving. What do they care about? You know, I mean, if they care, they could say. Okay, I'm doing the right thing. We're not going to build a wall. But something happened that those people are leaving, and that's what made it possible for the House to do that, pass a bill with just the Republican vote. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen to this tweet, right? This is is the current president. Listen to the tweet. I am all alone, poor me, in the White House waiting for the Democrats to come back and make a deal on desperately needed border security. At some point, the Democrats not wanting to make a deal will cost our country more money than the border wall. We are all talking about crazy. Okay. Okay. First of all, first of all. Oh, hell no. (laughs) First of all, what president tweets like that? I mean, what, what president speaks like that, number one? I'm here all alone, poor me in the... First of all, where's your wife? That's number one. And as you forget, it's the Christmas holiday. Shouldn't you be focusing more on maybe spending time with family? I don't know. No, well, you no, know, maybe, that's maybe, what he wants. That's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe you wants. should be sending out a tweet. Maybe you should be sending out a tweet saying, you know, happy Christmas Eve to everybody. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. you're ready for Christmas yeah. tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, you know, see, that's what he wants, I don't Ron. Know. He wants to be down there at Mar Logo. With uh, Melania and his son, uh, his son that's down there. That's what he really wants to be. Is when he said, "Look, look, he's he's all along." First of all, first of all, now you may you may personally feel that way, but that is not something that you would convey to the country when you're talking about that's what I'm saying. that. Yeah, you you you're talking about that. But what about those people who are counting on their paychecks? What about Hello. those people who have to go to work even though they're not being paid? What about those people who have been furloughed while this shutdown is taking place? How do you think they feel? How do you think okay. their Christmas is? Okay. Don't care at all. Like he said himself, I'm not going to call it a democratic shutdown, even though he's doing that now, saying that he's going to he's going to take the responsibility. You know, you see yeah. how he tries to 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 um to start the argument now by saying everybody wants to say, no, it's border security now, not just the wall, it's border security. What five billion dollars? What? 
They said I thought the reason technology not, existed was to make things was to make things simpler. Here's the thing though. From what I understand, there was like one point three billion or one point yeah, one point three billion that is already right. there. Is already there. And they said they haven't even used all of that money. And then if you look at those prototypes that he had, that he went down and viewed those prototypes of these different walls. Right. And they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't build that because there's something else they got to do before they can even do that. But one thing somebody did say, and, and I would, and I would, and I would at least, I would at least listen to them, meaning that the people that are on the ground, the border patrol agents, that, how affected do you feel this wall will be in deterring, you know, uh, you know, immigrants from coming over and so forth? Well, you know, at least get their input. You know. Okay, I got an idea. Yeah, I got an idea. Instead of using taxpayer money to buy the wall, why not use all the people that donated to that GoFundMe page to build a wall? Use their money to build it. How about that? Oh, hell no. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, Ron. Let's look at this. This is that. We're talking about how much. Did, right now, that GoFundMe got how much? About $15 million? Fifth, No, $12 million sitting right now. Okay, so $12, 12 million, million, right? Right. Now, think about this. How many millions of dollars does it take to make a billion? What, 500 million, 500 million, 500 million. Mm. Okay? So right. they ain't going to raise that kind of money. They ain't no GoFundMe. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, look. Look, give, they done got 12 million in, in, a, what, in a matter of a, a week? A week, two weeks? Something like that? How long has it been? Yeah, yeah. If his supporters want to go and take out of their pockets, and you look at the look at the bulk of his supporters. Right. Look at their economic status. You know what I'm saying? And look, uh, I had no problem with that at all. If y'all want to pay yeah. for it, that's that's fine. Yeah, let them pay. That's fine. But, but I think it's more it. that's, to that's it. on you. Yeah, I think I don't think it's is as simple as that. They make it out to be. I don't think it's quite just that simple because legally they were saying something that they couldn't do legally, you know. So uh, I, I think I I think from that aspect, I think we really need to know what are the legal restrictions from them. Constructing such a such a situation, you know, but basically yeah. it it defaults right back to what he said during the campaign that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Now right. he wants he wants us to pay for the wall. But listen, that's no, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's fine. If they want to raise the money and build yeah. the wall, let them do it. That's their money. That's cool. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, you need to be talking to them. Don't talk to us about it because you already did. The, the there you go. We don't care about yeah. the wall. Don't talk to us yeah. about it no more. And you got this page of people, they and they want to help you build it. Talk to them. Yeah. And you know, with the with the money that already exists there for the wall, help them build it. There you go. Yeah. That's your government assistance to help you build because the money they already alloc- allocated to that. Use that on top of what you raised from this GoFundMe page, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. The rest of us, mm-hmm. we're going to spend it on actually making our lives better. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do with my taxpayer money. I know that. I hear you. It's crazy, man. It is. That man shut down. He shut down the whole government. People not even, they may not even be able to get their checks. Well, they won't be able to get them unless, until they open up the government again, right? That's right. But the politicians get paid, though. Yeah. I think they I should feel the same stop. pain the people are feeling. 
That's what I'm saying. You part of the government too. Yeah. So how come your money don't stop? But everybody else supposed to. I think that's something wow. that really needs to be looked into, and maybe they will work harder to think so? come to some type of yeah. I think so. For sure, because I'm like now, now that's my money too. Yeah. You know. Hmm. You got a reason. Now you got a reason to stay your butt right where you at and figure <laughs> this out. Yep. And go ahead and open up the government. So you know. I don't know, it's a game, man. Well, the thing is, too, Ron, what we have to not lose sight of, they had a bill. Mike Pence went over there along with Jared Kushner, and they came up with a bill that they said if they come up with this, the president would sign it. What happened? The president now has, his chief of staff is now Rush Limbaugh. Ann Cutler, yeah. uh, Laura wow. Ingram, Sean Hannity. Wow. Uh, I guess they all are vying for the chief of staff position because once he heard them, I think even I think Ann Cutler, I think uh, Laura Ingram, I think he, I think he, uh, he uh, got rid of her from Twitter. You know. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know, man. There was something else I wanted to touch on today, too. Hey, did you hear about the uh, the whole Bron James situation last night? I heard, I seen a, I seen a little clip of it. Yeah. So about him saying was, about the NFL? Yeah. No, no, no. He was saying about, um, he was basically repeating some lyrics through a song. And it said, oh, okay. it said something about, it said something about we get that Jewish money, you know what I'm saying? Oh. And uh, pe- people took offense to it, so he had to come up and mm. apologize last night, basically. For, he was like, listen, I wasn't trying to say that to anybody. I was repeating a lyric from a song, mm. and I, I didn't, I didn't see how it would be offensive. Then I read into it. It says the guy was saying that basically it's implying that the Jewish are all about their money. They're just all about money. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's that's why they found it offensive. So I, I learned something. You know what I'm saying? But right, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he didn't mean to offend anybody by saying it, by just quoting a lyric. But he did the right thing up there and just I guess apologize to anybody he may have hurt. I don't know, man. Do you, I mean now that I now that I sit and think about it, I think it was the right thing to do. But at the, at the time, I was like, damn, maybe people are just too sensitive. But, um, you know, I wouldn't want, to, want anybody to say that about me if I felt that something was racist. So, you know. Right. You got you to gotta, you gotta be respectful on both sides. So. You do. You do. But yeah, man. It's been another good episode. We're about to walk into the new... Matter of fact, the next show won't be until the new year, right? If I'm, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well... Uh, I don't think we're doing a New Year's Eve, right? I don't think so. Nah. Nah, we ain't doing that. We'll probably be later on that week. Yeah. You know. But I uh, hope everybody had a productive 2018. Hopefully 2019 is much better for you. That's what I'm hoping, at least. Mm-hmm. You know? Let's see what these Democrats are going to do next year, man. Right. It should get very... Should be very, very interesting. So I'm curious to see what happens. So, but you got anything you want to say before we get out of here, man? No, man. I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone, and uh, you know, and, and enjoy yourself. Don't overeat, and just have a good time spending that time with your family and friends. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Hey. Um, thoughts and prayers to those, I think it was out in Indonesia, right, where they had the, the tsunami. Right, the tsunami, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts and prayers to those people out there, man. I know that's, I know that got to be tough, so. But another episode of Provocation, Real People, Real Conversations. Um, be back sometime next week. Appreciate you tuning in. And we out of here, man. All right. <laughs>